Now, from BetQL, it's time for the Daily Tip with Michael Jenkins. Dang it, he's talented, and let's be honest, I go for ambition, not luck. And Chelsea Messenger. Don't kill the messenger, or the messenger will kill you. Hey, Dad, don't forget about me, the dunkster. Presented by BetMGM. And we are off. It is our three of the daily tip for Beck you up presented by BetMGM. Great to have you along with us on a Friday. Coming up in the final hour, our favorite bets in the NFL this weekend during our pick six segment. What does BJ Glasser think about week 17 in pro football? Our Beck you host will join us at 820. And no one cares what the Donkster thinks, but we will still bring him in to help us out with our best bets at 845. Chelsea, I was reading about the college football playoff, and we were just talking about it in the previous segment, and Alabama has become so paranoid about Michigan cheating, and I kind of don't blame them here, that they refuse to upload any video to players' iPads. So normally, that's, that's the status quo, right? That's how things normally work. You get your video uploaded to your iPads or your Surface tablets, whatever, and you look at it and you say, all right, this is how I can study. This is how I can get ready for the game. Alabama doesn't want any of that out there. They don't want any hacking taking place. So they watch video preparing for the Rose Bowl as a team together at the facility, and no one has access to this video unless you're within that tight Alabama circle, which sounds kind of paranoid and ridiculous, But honestly, I think it's smart. Knowing Michigan and what they've done or what they haven't done that we don't know about, I'd be paranoid too because I am not working my ass off all year to get to this point to have someone creep in and steal what we're working on before the game. I actually think this is smart. Yeah, what they should have done was hire a bunch of struggling actors to reenact the film. And be like, this isn't even on video. We're going to have actors. Like, remember on the History Channel where they have, like, all these people reenacting these things? Yeah. Or even on, like, 2020 when they're, like, dramatic Mm reenactment where it's, like, a fight that they don't have, like, video of, of, like, the wife killing the husband or something. That's what they should have done. Hire a bunch of actors and give them the playbook. Say, we need you to run this play and we're going to watch it unfold. I think it would be funny, if nothing else. Yeah. Have you ever done any acting at all? A reenactment. And it doesn't have <laughs> a reenactment. It could be any, it could be a a it could be a local play. It could be high school. It could be a bit part that you got when you were in local TV and they said, Hey Chelsea, come in here and say this line. It doesn't have to be on some grand stage on the big screen on Broadway. Have you ever acted at all in anything? No, I haven't. But I will say the funniest thing to me about living in the South is mm-hmm. growing up where every Saturday in the spring, they had these okay. Civil War reenactments. Who would want to be okay. on the South side? Like, why would you want to be on the A losing side? But yet, people are there dressed in whatever yes. color the South was wearing. Was it blue or was it gray? I think the South was gray. The South was gray. Then the, yes. the, the alternate throwbacks on. <laughs> yeah. Now, there was that one war. Was it Gettysburg where they wore the, the lime green throwbacks? Because that was a big one. The South they wanted Beach, to be ready for South that. South Beach edition. 
Yeah, the South Beach edition. You know, still <laughs> South. So, oh, man, the black and white pictures really don't do it justice. That was a hell of a war, hell of a battle there when they wore the the green. So I can yeah, see you doing. The, you're a Southern girl. The patches. Hell no, oh, I'm not. My parents aren't from here, so I don't feel like a true Southern girl. Like oh, I did not where, grow where up. Where are they from? Like the, they're from Kansas. Canada. So oh, can not Canada, <laughs> Kansas. I don't know. I just thought about that. <laughs> well, you said you're not from the South. I was like, let me go way north. No, they're from Kansas. Okay, they are oh, both okay. from Kansas. So I think my parents were also thrown off by how mm -hmm. much they love Andrew Jackson here, because in Kansas. You hear about the Trail of Tears. And you're like, wow, this Andrew Jackson character, not a good guy. But here in the South, they were like, yeah, Andrew Jackson, he's from Tennessee. We're going to visit the Hermitage where he grew up. And so I grew up thinking like, wow, he's a president. He's from Tennessee. Great guy, right? Mm -hmm. And my mom's like, no, I don't know what they're teaching you at school, but like pretty sure he's not a nice guy. Yeah. That does happen, you know, depending on what you're taught when the you're young. Trail of Tears. <laughs> it happens. Well, not I'm talking about I'm talking about individual historical figures, not the Trail of Tears. I'm talking about certain historical figures, which we see this all the time, right? They're they're held in a certain regard, then you find out more about them and maybe your narrative changes or your opinion of them changes. I'm not talking about the Trail of Tears in particular. No, I'm not justifying right. that in any way. That's all. But it feels like the Although, South does this more than anybody else. Like Everywhere else, nobody's like Andrew Jackson, good guy. Like, right. I'm pretty no, sure exactly most everybody can agree, like, he's not somebody we should be, like, building statues of. But the South, like, they're like, well, it's history. I'm like, it's not good history. Can we not? I'll tell you what a good history is. I got a buddy of mine, and it was a friend of a friend kind of thing, and he did some acting one time. I think I told this story when we first started on this show, and... He was in one of those, like, investigation discovery shows, you know, where they have a ton of reenactments, <laughs> right? It's true crime. And yes. he was the guy, he was the guy who was having an affair with a married woman. And apparently the woman, her husband, and this guy that she's having an affair with are all at this barbecue together. And so he was the guy at the grill okay he's at the grill he's making hamburgers and he's watching this woman that he's cheating with her husband's there and so as they're reenacting this and i can't believe they kept this in so this guy decided that he would have a lot of fun with it and so there's this moment where they're supposed to lock eyes at the barbecue and they can't really obviously say that they're having an affair together and so <laughs> He decides on his own without any direction whatsoever. All right, go and look at her. He grabs a bun and he kisses the bun and then blows her a kiss off the bun like. And they thought it was so funny. They left it in. They let So in this reenactment, you see him kiss a bun and blow a kiss off the bun. And it is laugh out loud hilarious. And this is ID, right? This is not Lester Holt <laughs> introducing a segment on NBC News. And they thought it was so great they left it in there. Oh, I mean, it is comedy gold. That's the kind of acting role I want to have. Yeah, unintentional comedy. Oh, this is like so when you watch funny. the local news and like they interview somebody and it's the funniest thing you've ever seen. And then the reporter goes back to being like stoic and like, and there you have it. Those are the opinions from, you know, the citizens. You're like, wow, that person sounds like, you know, 
the the dumbest person I've ever heard. But yes, keep your straight face. Nice job. Nice job. All right. We've talked about dumb people. Let's uh let's show off our smarts and pick some winners in the NFL this weekend. Pick six. Pick six. Well, I'm going to blow a kiss to the Baltimore Ravens if they cover the spread this weekend because that's what I'm looking for, Chelsea. Ravens minus three. Hosting the Miami Dolphins. Here's what I think is going to happen in this game. I was going to do NFL films. My mind went blank. Running on fumes. I got to step it up, Double D. Don't you worry. I'll come through in the clutch. Yeah, this seems like a, a spot where, oh, let down spot for the Ravens. Let down spot for the Ravens. I don't think so. I don't buy into the Dolphins. I need to see more. And I said this last week. Fine, fine. They beat the Cowboys at home. But that is their first win all season against a team with a winning record. Now they have to go on the road in Charm City. The one thing I love about Baltimore, they play angry. They are so angry. You tell them they're their favorites, like, no, we're not. We're the underdogs. And I love it. They play with a chip on their shoulder. They play like Baltimore. Baltimore is a blue-collar city, and the Ravens have always been a blue-collar team. They bring their lunch pail to work, and they smack you across the face with it. And they say, we're going to the Super Bowl. Lamar Jackson is playing like an MVP. Jalen Waddell looks like he will not play for the Dolphins. Expect that Ravens D to double Tyreek Hill. Slow down the Miami offense. Ravens minus three in Charm City. Yeah, big AFC matchup here if you want to watch it. One Eastern kick on Sunday. Big six. Speaking of underdogs, uh, I'm going to be taking the points with the Bengals here, plus seven against the Chiefs. I believe there's a seven and a half still available uh, somewhere, so go get that if you do like the Bengals here. Uh, But the Chiefs are not the teams that we have seen in the years past. I think by Mm -hmm. this date in the season, week 17, finally you have to realize that. They don't have a receiving core that is trustworthy. They're a team that is not good at covering the spread. Four and four ATS when playing at home. And the Bengals have routinely had their number. Five and two uh, against the spread in their last seven matchups with the Chiefs. Granted, Joe Burrow is not playing in this one. We know it's Jake Browning. But still, he's done an admirable job at filling in. And you're getting seven points here. The Bengals still have a ton of weapons. The Chiefs will be probably missing Isaiah Pacheco in this one. Still didn't practice. Uh, So I'll take a Bengals team that is motivated already running their mouth about this game uh and i'll take the points here with the Bengals plus seven i really do like that bit quite a bit i try to talk myself out of it but i'm with you there arrowhead stadium the setting for this afc battle on sunday at 4 25 eastern pick six pick six going to the nfc south this should speak to you double d saints plus three yeah, I'm buying a half point. Minus 124. Who cares? Take it on the Bucks. Yes, Tampa Bay has won four straight. You can't ride a hot stock forever. At some point, you got to sell and take your winnings and move elsewhere. It is time to sell high on the Bucks. Baker Mayfield is playing very good football, even though I don't like Baker Mayfield because he went to Oklahoma. Everybody knows that. I won't talk about that. What I will talk about is this four-game winning streak for the Bucks. Oh, yeah, Panthers. <laughs> Oh, Falcons. Wow. Packers, whatever. And the Jags, who are just not the same with Trevor Lawrence injured. The Saints are much healthier. They are ready to go. Chris Olave finally playing the way he should have played early in the season. He was kind of banged up. And Derek Carr, 
oddly enough, is very good at handling blitzes. He's better under pressure than not, which is so odd. And that's what Tampa likes to do, like to blitz the quarterback. The Saints must have this game. It's a divisional battle. I will take the field goal. Saints plus three in Tampa. Ooh, the NFC South, a division that I won't be watching. But if you want to, uh, this one kicks off one Eastern on a Sunday. Big six. On to the NFC North. I'm going to take the Packers plus one and a half on the road at the Vikings here. It's a little confounding to me that the Vikings are favorites in this one. I get it that they're at home. I get it that the Packers have been kind of up and down, but still the Vikings now on to their fourth string quarterback. Jaron Hall expected to make the start uh, for Minnesota in this one. Also, TJ Hawkinson, their best receiving weapon at tight end is out for, I believe, the foreseeable future. Jordan Addison is questionable. So you have a fourth-string quarterback with very few weapons at his disposal. Uh, like the Packers here, getting the points. Jordan Love has been a little up and down. But still, I think this is a spot where the Packers uh, can at least contend for a win here. I will take the Packers plus one and a half at the Vikings. It is your Sunday night football game in Minneapolis with the kickoff set for 820 in the East. Pick six. Pick six. I think we have a squad play here. Niners minus 13 in DC to take on the Commanders. Do you want to face an angry 49ers team? Because I don't. Also, this is a perfect get right spot for Brock Purdy through four picks last week, and now he gets to face a Commanders defense that cannot stop anyone and sure Jacoby Brissett will get the start for Washington I don't think it's going to matter much maybe they get a slight boost on offense are they really going to move the football against this Niners defense I don't think so and also now teams are going to scout and prepare for Jacoby Brissett to play the full game Washington 0-5-1 at home this season against the number worst mark in the national football league they are ready for this season to end niners still playing to win a super bowl niners minus 13 in washington uh, the commanders have just been playing terrible uh anyway mm -hmm. you slice it and even at covering numbers they have only covered one spread in their last five games and that was a game they covered by one point they were three point dogs they lost by two to the new york jets so I think this is a smash spot for the 49ers. Also like Brock Purdy over, or excuse me, uh, Christian McCaffrey over his rushing prop. This is a commander's team that has been extremely generous to just about every position on the offense. So like you said, an angry Niners coming in uh, to prove a point against a smash spot against this defense. Yeah, I think the Niners roll here. I will take them minus 13 as well. Squad play. Squad play, squad play. Squad play. I like it. squad play. That's how you know it's a Friday. Squad play. Squad play. Like girls squad that play. are just. It's a squad play. I mean, we thought about it and we both agree, so might as well make it a squad play. I, I don't got know my why squad. It's, it's not. I'm my girl my squad. squad. I'm, I'm gonna support my squad, okay? <laughs> on the show. It is bowl season in college football and almost time for the postseason in the NFL. So where is PJ Glasser going to put his money? Find out next on the Daily Tip from Becky presented by BetMGM. Stay right there. 
Chelsea and Jenks will be right back on the Daily Tip presented by Bet MGM <laughs> on the BetQL Network. Welcome back to the Daily Tip presented by Bet MGM with Michael Jenkins and Chelsea Messenger on the BetQL Network. Welcome back to the show. It is the Daily Tip from BetQL presented by BetMGM. Great to be with us on a Friday. Two, three. She is just a messenger. I'm Michael Jenkins. Coming up, we know PJ Glasser is a fan of the Crimson Tide. We'll ask him about Alabama and Michigan in their semifinal battle on Monday afternoon at the Rose Bowl. So they were talking about this on, what was it? BetQL Daily? If you could only eat yeah. at one fast food joint for the rest of your life, some joint, what would you choose? I think I heard an Arby's come out of your mouth. Well, because think about the strategy of this move, to use okay. the George W. Bush terminology. Um, wouldn't you want to go somewhere that has the widest variety of foods? Because you don't want to go somewhere that only has burgers, who only has tacos. You want to go somewhere that's going to give you a lot of options if this is the only yeah. place that you'll be eating for the rest of your life. So I'm going to throw out Arby's. I feel like they have a lot of stuff there. They have sandwiches. They have like the roast beef ones. They have the market fresh ones. They have curly fries. They have regular fries. And this Damn. is why I briefly considered Wendy's as well. Because Wendy's at least has baked potatoes. Why don't fast food places have more side options? Like, it shouldn't just be fried. Can we get a little bit more creative here? You just blew my mind by mentioning 85% of the Arby's menu. That was really impressive. You went down to the nuts and bolts there. I didn't realize they had that many menu options. And then you transitioned deftly, I might add, to Wendy's and a baked potato. For someone who is so health conscious, Chelsea, you know a lot about fast food. I do like fast food. I think you can do both. Like, use it sparingly. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to eat there every day, but I have mm -hmm. been to all of these places. So, Jenks, which would you choose? Like, would you go the strategic route of me as trying to choose a menu that has a lot of options? Or is it something you just really like and you wouldn't mind eating every day? Well, I'm going McDonald's. I love McDonald's. Two things here. Number one, I'm a creature of habit. So I don't get tired of eating the same thing again and again and again if I like it. Eventually, I'll transition and I'll get tired of it. But I could eat nuggets for like a month. Then I'll go to the Big Mac and then I'll be like, mm, maybe I just feel like ice cream today. I'll go for the McFlurry. And then guess what? Every fall, the McRib arrives. That'll switch things up. And also McDonald's, you know how they do. Every few months, they'll introduce a new item for a limited time. So I don't know. Every March, maybe I get a McTaco or something. The Shamrock Shake. <laughs> the Shamrock Shake. I mean, and fire up one of those apple pies. How about that? Maybe in the mood for dessert. Breakfast? Come on. A plethora of breakfast options. I always go with the bacon, egg, and cheese biscuit. Oh, yeah. I'm all about McDonald's. Yeah. I'm, I'm sticking with McDonald's. No question. That's a good point to bring up. I think you need to pick somewhere that serves breakfast, too. And the fact that yeah. McDonald's serves all day breakfast, how was everybody not doing that? Breakfast food does Beautiful. not feel that hard to make. 
Like, what do you do? Just add an egg to sandwiches? Why are places like, nope, it's 1031 AM. We can't make eggs anymore. That sucks. Like, be better. This is America, well, damn it. I, I worked at a McDonald's. I didn't work officially there, but a few years ago, I got behind the counter at a McDonald's. They let me in the kitchen. and they let me, they let me make a couple Big Macs, <laughs> and it was glorious. So I'm all in. It was great. I got to serve up the fries. The fries? Come on. Nothing beats McDonald's fries. So I'm going McDonald's. I'm sticking to my guns here. And nothing beats PJ Glasser. So let's get to that guy. Giving out his plays. Fires to the end zone. Touchdown! Alabama wins! Props. Jackson takes it himself. Look at him turn back and forth. Oh! He broke his ankles. Now he's got an entourage. And he's got a touchdown. Parlays for today. Parlay. That's the one. Parlay. Parlay. It's PJ Glasser. He's our guy, host of Sending It Every Weekday at 1 o'clock in the East. Also check him out as co-host of Sunday's Bets every Sunday from 12 to 4 in the East. PJ, good morning to you. Do you have a take here? One fast food restaurant for the rest of your life. Don't say Hardee's. No, not Hardee's, Jinx. I'm going to go with <laughs> okay. uh, with Taco Bell was my answer. I did say Solid. if I... I did say that if I could have a singular fast food item, though, it'd be those Chick-fil-A fries because I think I could eat those Ooh. waffle fries forever. Ooh. Like, those are pretty good. Oh, I personally good think one. Chick-fil-A is a little overrated. Like, I think it's good. I don't think it's, like, this thing that everybody, you know, makes it out to be. But those waffle fries with the Chick-fil-A sauce, oof, so good. Ooh, I went to Chick-fil-A the good thing yesterday. About... Yeah. Oh, you did? Really good. Oh. Okay. The good thing about Taco Bell, though, is you'll always be regular. You don't have to worry about that. You'll actually be in great health, I think. So that's a good choice. <laughs> I thought about no Taco doubt. Bell as well. No doubt. Yeah, if I eat Taco said, Bell every day. Uh, if I eat Taco Bell every day, this might be the last time I do an interview with you guys. But you know what? It'd be delicious. It would be delicious. Yeah. yeah. Good job, EJ. Good job. <gasps> well, that's disgusting. Um, didn't think we were going to talk about being regular here on the Daily Tip, presented by BetMGM. We talked about uh, leprosy. PJ... We could talk about being regular. Come on. What? No, leprosy is less gross than being regular, I think. Like, I can talk uh, about I... leprosy while I'm uh, eating. No, I don't want to hear no. about, you know, how regular you are while I'm eating. I'm just saying that if you're choosing between what is a natural part of human existence, which happens to everyone, versus your skin falling off and your the rest of your skeletal remains being exposed, I'm choosing being regular as less gross. I am hardly, I'm disagreeing heartily in this one. Okay. Because one, okay, it's good. not the fact that it's a regular human occurrence, it's just the grossness of it. Like, I don't... All right. Like the smells, like ugh, no, oh, no. Making it more Especially gross. when okay. we're talking about Taco Bell, that is not a regular, uh, you know, occurrence when it comes to your toilet habits. Uh, but from toilet habits <laughs> to what we're seeing in the NFL this week, what a transition! Very smooth. Uh, in the words of Aaron Rodgers, let's talk oh, about God. the Ravens. Chelsea. What? We were down Very that smooth. road, and I was, you know, I was cruising. I was cruising. <laughs> 
So let's try to switch gears here. And PJ, we will talk about uh, some of these uh, college football games in just a second. But I wanted to get your take on the Ravens this week. A big AFC matchup between the Ravens and the Dolphins. Feels like the two fastest teams in the NFL. It's a short spread. Are you nervous about your Ravens this week? Oh, I'm terrified, Chelsea, and I'm hoping that they don't poop down their pants if you see what oh, I'm No, no. I think it's going <laughs> to be a great Got him. game. But, guys, this is just the NFL. Like, this is classic NFL, right? The Ravens look like the best team <laughs> in football. They force five turnovers against San Francisco. They go on the road. Now they turn around. It's a short spread against Miami. This thing got up to as high as minus four. It's down to minus three now. The professional money, the Sharps, they're coming in on the Dolphins. The Ravens, I like them a lot better on the road than I do at home. They've only lost one game away from home this season. Think about their road games, though, right? Especially when they've gone up against some AFC teams. They lost to the Colts at home. They lost to the Browns at home. They were losing to the Bengals at home before Joe Burrow got hurt. They were fortunate to play C.J. Stroud in his first career game as a uh, as an NFL quarterback. But the Dolphins are going to get their best shot, right? This is the game for the number one seed in the AFC I will say the one thing that does help the Ravens in this matchup, they just played San Francisco, obviously coached by Kyle Shanahan, and Mike McDaniel comes from that kind of coaching tree. So the concepts will be similar, which should help Baltimore on a short week. I like the Dolphins to cover, though, and uh, I, I think there's a good chance they win this game. I just It, it would be very Raven-like, and it would be very on-brand of the NFL for the Ravens to lose a game like this after what they did to San Francisco. So, PJ, of course, the Chiefs, last couple of years, last two or three years, best team in football, sitting on the throne. Do they deserve to be playing seven <laughs> against the Bengals? I don't think they do, Jenks. Like, that spread is kind of a head-scratcher. You do figure that Kansas City eventually is going to turn it around, and maybe the Steelers did some things in that game against Browning that – you know, kind of exposed them. He finally looked like a backup quarterback in that game. Um, I think taking the Chiefs in a teaser is probably the way that I would go in that game, teasing them down to minus one. I think they win the game. You know, the Bengals are fighting for their playoff lives. They have to win this game or else, uh, I don't know if they mathematically get eliminated, but they pretty much will be if they lose. I just don't want to lay seven with this Kansas City mm. team right now, not with the way their offense is playing. Their defense is certainly playing well enough for them to cover this but their offense is not. So uh, I think Chiefs in a teaser, just, you know, laying them down to minus one, probably the way I would go in that game. PJ, I saw you had a take on the Rams this week that I wanted to hear, but mm -hmm. I was doing the show and I couldn't listen to this video. So, you know, sometimes you got to work. Uh, so let's hear it. Let's hear your take on the Rams this week because it was the Rams and the Giants game. We know the Rams look like one of the hottest teams in football right now, but I believe the headline was kind of leaning towards the Giants. So explain yourself. Chelsea, this is my upset of the week. I like the Giants. I take them on the money line plus 200. I obviously like them with the points plus Whoa. five and a half. This is about fading a warm weather dome team in the Rams that has to travel across the country, play in MetLife in late December, right? And like, think about MetLife Stadium and kind of whether it's the Jets or the Giants and teams that have come in there this season and it's almost like the Giants and Jets get those teams to kind of play to their level, right? The Giants upset Green Bay on Monday night as touchdown favorites a couple weeks ago. The Jets obviously beat the Eagles earlier in the year. C.J. Stroud and the Texans 
went into MetLife and looked terrible. Like, for whatever reason, teams, especially teams that are playing good football, they just go to MetLife and they, and they really struggle. I think the move to Tyrod Taylor at quarterback, too, really makes me like the Giants in this game. I think it'll help their offense a little bit more. I think it's a sandwich spot for the Rams, too. They just had a huge NFC um, wild card game against the Saints. They have the Niners coming up to end the regular season. Like, this very much could be a sandwich look-ahead spot for the Rams. So this is going to be a tricky game. We know they're rolling. People are – they're a trendy team right now out of the NFC. I think the Giants could keep it close. I certainly think they could win the game. So uh, I would sprinkle the money line as well. We are chatting with P.J. Glass, the host of Send It In, every weekday at 1 o'clock in the East. Make sure you check that out. P.J., are you headed to the Rose Bowl? Yes. You're going west? Yes, I am, James. Oh, so awesome. BetQL will be represented at both the semifinal games. That's the Between way it you and should I. be. Between I'm you really and happy for you. Yeah. That's going to be great out there. So I have to ask you about this game. You're obviously a Crimson Tide guy, and right now they're getting a point and a half. I see a lot of people who like Bama. Do you like Bama? I do. I do. And the line is telling you to like Michigan and it's gone up to two at some spots, which makes me nervous because it feels like everybody's betting Bama in the game. And you guys know I'd be the first to tell you if I thought they were going to lose. But I just think they match up well with what Michigan wants to do. They have three All-Americans in the secondary. I think it's going to make it tough on J.J. McCarthy. And what have we seen Michigan do this season? They've kind of leaned on their O-line, right? They lean on their running game. They pride themselves on being more physical than you. And I just don't think you can do that against Bama. Nick Saban's only lost one time in the semifinal round. You give the guy a month to prepare. More often than not, you got to like his chances. So I'll take Bama in the game. I also kind of like the over at 45, right? We saw Michigan play Ohio State. That game was 30-24. to We saw Bama play Georgia. That game was 27-24. So both of those games got into the 50s. I mean, these are like the same caliber of teams, right? We're talking about four or five, six of the best teams in the country. So kind of like the over, this feels like a game that's going to be in the high 20s, and I would lean towards Alabama as well. Milrow's going to be the best quarterback by far that Michigan has played all year. And with that month of preparation, advantage to Nick Saban at Alabama. So I'll take the tie. All right, PJ, last one from me, open-ended here. You can either go the route of Texas and Washington or if there's any other plays that you really like in college football or the NFL, what you got? All right, well, I'll start with Texas and Washington for Jenks. I'm hoping that Texas wins the game for, for Jenks' sake, but I do think it's a bad matchup for the Longhorns just yeah. because they're so good against the run and they're susceptible against the pass. And Washington doesn't want to run the ball. They want to throw it, and they have three NFL wide receivers. So I think it's a good matchup for Washington. I think they can keep that game close. I like them plus the four. Take Wyoming on the money line in every parlay that you have this weekend. They're going to beat Toledo. Toledo's quarterback hit the transfer portal. And Wyoming's head coach, Craig Bowl, guys, he's been there a decade. He is retiring after their bowl game those kids are going to want to send him off the right way it's up to three and a half now so i don't want to bet that spread i just want to take them on the money line if you want to throw them in another parlay or something like that cowboys are going to win this weekend so uh that is my favorite bet if i had to tell anybody anything it would be tell uh tell them that wyoming is going to win that game against toledo Oh, I love that. In fact, I might make that my best bet. I love that handicap. Ooh, and I've been on Wyoming in the past. Oh, man. I was going to oh, bet on hockey Wyoming. tonight. No, no. Let's go, yeah. Cowboys. Well done. PJ, thanks for being with us. Have a great time on your trip. 
out to Pasadena. You're going to have a great time and good luck to your tide as well. You as well, Jenks. Good luck to your horns. Have fun at the Sugar Bowl. And, uh, you know, this time next week, hopefully we're talking about a natty preview. Oh, let's do it. Chelsea, you have a great time in Hendersonville this weekend. Let's all have a great time. I'm such a jerk. Uh, Oh, Chelsea, when you lean in, you lean in. Come up next. Let's head into the weekend with some winners, shall we? Best bets next on the Daily Tip from BetQL. Presented by BetMGM. Chelsea and Jenks will be right back on the Daily Tip. Presented by BetMGM. On the BetQL Network. Let's get back to the Daily Tip with Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network. Yeah. Welcome back to the show. I'm Michael Jenkins, live in D.C. She is Chelsea Messenger, live in Nashville, Tennessee. Best bets on the way in just moments. Chelsea, PJ is headed west. I'm headed to Cajun country. What are you going to do this weekend? Mm, No big plans like that. I'll probably just clean up my Christmas decorations. If you want me to go on that depressing spiel again, I certainly can. But, like, I don't know. I don't have anything fun planned. I just have to clean the house and do laundry Uh, and Swiffer the floor. So have uh, fun with all of your fun plans in New Orleans while I'm picking up little bits of Play-Doh that my daughter got for Christmas. That sounds awesome. I'm going to be in New Orleans (laughs) having a drink, thinking about the sugar bowl and going, hmm, I wonder if Chelsea's Swiffering right now. I wonder how many bits of Play-Doh she got from the floor. Very interesting. Very interesting. I think it's going to be fine. You're going to have a good time. And you got plenty of football to watch. You've always got the game on. <sighs> Sigh. Oh, Chelsea. I guess. Oh. Well, like, here's the thing. It's easy for you to say because your teams are awesome. I've got NC State. Our season is over. We lost. I've got okay. my Tennessee Titans who have no benefit to win any more games this year. So it's okay. like, yeah, football's on. But I have to watch the Titans game. And I'm like, cool. I have to root for my team to lose. So I know you're doing your best to put a positive spin on this. But it's I'm just, trying. Eh, it's just going to be a mad weekend for me. They can't all be great. And this is not going to be one of them. Well, I just want you to know that during that speech, I took three Zoloft. So I'm going to be okay. But you kind of shook me with that one. You know what? I'll bring you back a trinket. How about that? You ever had a snow globe from New Orleans? I don't think they sell snow gloves in New Orleans. I'll bring you back something. How about that? I bet it's an alcoholic beverage in New Orleans it probably that's will called be. a snow globe. Like, if you said, can Ooh. I get a snow globe? Somebody would be like, oh, yeah, it has a little jack in it. It has a little, you know, cocaine on yeah. the top. It's a Jeez. New Orleans specialty. Or powdered sugar. <laughs> you know what? Uh, I'll Can I have the cocaine instead of the powdered sugar? Yeah, just put some coke on, on the there. Beignets. That'd be great. On the beignet, yeah. You won't yeah. even tell the difference. A beignet with cocaine, the New Orleans way. That sounds great. Ah, give it a shot. See what happens. New Year's. You know what? Nothing's against the law on New Year's. Double D had a good idea in the chat. <laughs> <Thanks for the laughs> <law>. <laughs> I don't think that's true. A voodoo doll. 
right? So every time your bets are struggling, then you smite the gambling gods and you put a pin in the voodoo doll. Maybe that could replace the eight ball of voodoo doll. Ooh, even though, have you been in those shops? I don't even like going in because you can kind of feel like the weird vibes and like the spooky sensation. So I don't really want to deal with those sorts of people because it feels like once you go into that portal, you ain't coming back. It's like the transfer portal. Once you go in, <laughs> you can't come back. Well, I'll see how that goes. We're going on a ghost tour for sure. That's not necessarily voodoo, but I have a feeling we'll touch on some of those places. But the cool thing is, of course, as you go around on the ghost tour, you take different stops at different bars along the way. Like you pop in, you get a drink, and they take you to another place. You pop into another place, you get a drink, they take you to another scary place. So that'll be good. But I don't want to delve into the dark arts while I'm in New Orleans. I'll stay away from that. Coming up next on BetQL Daily, John Dago from 444 and BetSperts will join the crew. If you missed our chat with BetQL's PJ Glasser and how he's filling up his betting card this week, you got to check out the pod. Download and subscribe to The Daily Tip wherever you get your podcast. Chelsea, it's a short week for us, but still undefeated this week. So let's hand out some winners. Time to place your bets. All right, Chelsea, what do you got? All right, best bet of the weekend is going to be old reliable Christian McCaffrey, over 86 and a half rush yards against this horrible commander's defense. You look at Christian McCaffrey, he's hit this number in five straight. I think the only sabotage factor is you say, okay, what if they're winning this game by a lot? The answer is Christian McCaffrey has been so efficient with his carries. He hasn't needed a lot of carries to get this number. He's hit this in five straight, averaging well over five yards per carry in most of these games. So when you go against the commanders who just gave up uh, 95 yards to Brees Hall, I think Christian McCaffrey can get the job done, especially with Brock Purdy dealing with some stingers and some injuries. I think we see a heavy dose of the run game for the San Francisco 49ers as 13 and a half point favorites against the commander. So let's go Christian McCaffrey over 86 and a half rush yards for minus 115. I am going back to the college game. Wyoming minus three taking on Toledo. Am I tailing PJ Glasser? Yes, I am. I've been fading teams without their starting quarterbacks during bowl season, and it's been fairly successful. Let's do it again. Toledo starting quarterback Daquan Finn headed to Baylor and Mac player of the year, Penny Boone running back for the Rockets in the portal as well. So you've got a backup going for Toledo and Tucker Gleason completed only 50% of his passes this season. And this is a fairly stout Missouri defense ranked in the top 50 in the country. They allowed just more than 22 points per game. Also, as PJ mentioned, this is the final college football game for Wyoming head coach, Craig ball. He will have these guys fired up they're gonna want to win one for the coach on their way out wyoming minus three taking on toledo and i believe the arizona bowl Ooh, i just was aware of this game about 30 minutes ago so thank <laughs> you sir for bringing this to our attention time to bring in the third member of our best bets crew the magic eight ball let us gaze upon the glorious magic eight ball shall it fade or tail these noble betters 
Okay, Fall, you might be getting replaced by a voodoo doll, so let's make it a good <laughs> final run if it is. All right, Christian McCaffrey over 86 and a half rush yards against the Commanders. A ball, do we like it? We need an answer. Yes, definitely. That's one for one. Let's make it two How for we'll two. Let's do it. How about those Wyoming Cowboys? Minus three against Toledo. Uh, A-Ball, what do we say about this one? A-Ball says, we're not an answer. A-Ball, ask again later. Uh, we have like 17 plays of Double D's D-Gen parlay that we have to go to. Let's give us an answer, please. Most likely. There we go. There we go, finally. If you want to check out the eight ball, if you want to watch Chelsea, don't watch me. I'm an old guy. You don't watch me on the stream. Twitch.tv slash BetQL. That is twitch.tv slash BetQL. Stream each and every show on the BetQL network. And now, ladies and gentlemen, he's been sick. He's still been working. This guy comes through in the clutch. It hasn't been his flu game. It's been his flu week. Let's bring him in for his parlay, Double D. It's time to get crazy with Double D's College Football D-Gen Parlay. Let go! I think the sickness has actually gotten to my head. We're going big. It's the end of the year. Let's do this. Clemson, money line over Kentucky. Notre Dame, money line over Oregon State. Iowa State, money line over Memphis. Missouri, money line over Ohio State. Penn State money line over Ole Miss, Auburn money line over Maryland. I'm taking the spread in the Georgia game, 19 and a half over Florida State. I'm taking Wyoming on the money line, absolutely over Toledo. We're doing LSU money line over Wisconsin, Oregon spread, 16 and a half. Love it. They destroy Liberty. Tennessee money line over Iowa, Alabama money line over Michigan, and sorry, Jenks, Washington money line over mm. Texas. Total odds 726 to 1. A $5 bet wins you $3,634. Let's end the year right. Let's go. Let's go. 13 teams. Oh, you dog. I love it. I hope you hit it to end the new year. Well, I take that back. You picked Washington on the money line. If Texas is going to lose, I hope you win. One of us is going to win. I hope you win big money, Double D. Let's do your BetQL five-star best bet for insight, analysis, trends, articles, videos, whatever you need to help you make more informed decisions when it comes to your bets. Just download the BetQL app. All right, Donkster, get in here. God bless. Everything was going so well. Now Chelsea's making me depressed. You're here. That makes me even more depressed. What do you got, Donkster? Good morning to everyone. No one asked me what my favorite fast food restaurant is. It's Long John Silver's. I like to have the variety platter and say, shiver me timbers. That's... <laughs> It's a little too intense, Donkster. It's just food. You're not on a pirate ship. Long John Silvers? <laughs> okay. <laughs> what are your bets? Okay, Dad. Rams. Minus five and a half at the Giants. Wisconsin, LSU, over 55 and a hook. Chargers at Broncos, over 36 and a half. I want some fried fish. Well, you'll get nothing unlike it, buddy. 
You like any one of those bets? Oh, did he give you a headache? Why is the doctor so small right now? Oh, it looks tiny. Oh, oh. that guy. Oh, honey, I guy. shrunk the doxter. It's the mini version. <laughs> kind of cute that way, though. Yeah, that's what he looked like when he's he was a, a baby. Higher voice. Yeah. Doxter. The baby doxter. Doxter Junior. Chelsea. Oh my God! You just gave me an idea. You know there was Scooby Doo, and oh. Scrappy Doo. Now we can have the Donkster and. The Junior Donkster or the Donkster Junior? And you can be the voice of Donkster Junior. Donkey Doo. Or something cute like oh, that. Oh, God. Donkey Doo? Don Donkey Doo doesn't sound cute to me. It sounds gross. No? It sounds like a throwback to an earlier It sure segment. does. <laughs> it sounds like a throwback. Donkey Doo. Well, I mean, that's how his bets have been doing. Uh, well, you're not wrong. Can we just get one taste of how Donkey Doo might sound? I've got some bets this weekend. I'm talking. <laughs> <laughs> yes! A new character is born. It's Donkey Doo. That's it for this edition of the Daily Tip from BetQL, presented by BetMGM for Chelsea Messenger, Bill Rowland, Matt Pisani, David Double D Dykstra, the Donkster, and Donkey Doo. I'm Michael Jenkins. Have a happy new year. You've been listening to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. If you missed any of the show, listen back anytime on the new and improved Odyssey app.